it's funny how little I care about that, but oh, I don't care. <laughs> but I know that, like, but I know that because I remember. I, both... I remember when I looked at twenty-five-year-olds, I'd be like, "Who the fuck is the old guy at the bar?" <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our Film Fathers Podcast, the definitive podcast about fatherhood, film, and fatherhood and film. This is Jelani, and with me as always are an effective team, Martin and Brady. What Horatius said was, how can a man die better than facing fearful odds for the ashes of his fathers and the temples of his gods? I'm going to tell you a story. It's going to sound ridiculous. The longer I talk, the more rational it's going to appear. This week... We decided we haven't had enough Tom Cruise this month, so March continues on with back-to-back sci-fi cruise movies, Oblivion in 2013 and Edge of Tomorrow from 2014. So much cruise. So much cruise. Keep he always cru- delivers, though. So cool. Keep it cruising. <laughs> uh, that's, a good, that's a good dad joke. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I think he always delivers, right? Like yeah. that, that was part, part of, uh, I think, one of the, the premises... A premise, premise that I, I had, premise I, that I had that, that he doesn't make a bad movie, and I think these two are, are strong. I feel like I don't. Oh, I don't know if I've heard you, that. You never heard that? Okay. I, well, fight me. I I feel like I, I wasn't prepared for this battle. Um, <laughs> and you haven't seen everything, and maybe I haven't seen everything I don't, either. But nothing jumps out at me. Yeah, yet. and that's that's kind of what I'm. What but I, mean. I feel like there's some in there that like are getting maybe getting uh, they're in that middle ground and they're getting pulled into the upper echelon just because of you know yeah because of the association like i don't remember else. vanilla sky that well i think i liked it was it good yeah it was good okay yeah I liked did you like sky. the the original better yeah i did Abre los, Abre los ojos yeah both with the other crews penelope, <laughs> penelope cruz remember when they were dating her that was saying weird. open your eyes is like that's enough <laughs> <laughs> Abre los ojos. no i mean it it's, her it's saying, not good when i say it <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, um, I can remember that part of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> but back to these. Uh, yeah, Obliv- we'll start with Oblivion. I hard. Did um, you read the book? No. It, I, is it out? I tried to look. Look, it's based on like a graphic, graphic novel. Graphic novel. Yeah. Um, but it, it somehow is? it's unfinished or something. So I don't know what that means. Like if it's published, I didn't know or Oblivion available. was. I knew Edge of Tomorrow was, but yeah, yeah. Oblivion's a graphic novel, and mm-hmm. um, and Edge of Tomorrow is a was a short story that was turned into a graphic novel. Mm-hmm. But no, I haven't read it either. I didn't I'd, know where. I, it was. Yeah, I, I tried to kind of look for. It. I didn't try hard, um, but I would if I got my hands on it, I'd probably read it because I think it's a. I think it's a pretty decent story. Um, I remember the the first time I saw it. Um, this was a, re- a rewatch for me. Um, but the first time I saw it, yeah, I, I I definitely liked it. I don't think I was like blown away, and maybe I would have been if it was if it was an older movie. But I feel like we we've, we've seen a lot of these kind of sci fi tropes. But I think all in all, it it does really well. It, yeah. it brings it all together in, in a cool way, and Tom Cruise delivers again, and I, I enjoy the movie. I, uh, well, for one, I was just where it falls in our, our Mission Impossible march here. Yeah. It actually falls uh, after Gross Ghost Protocol. He had a couple movies there, but that one came out a couple years later and then before, uh, before Rogue Nation. So I remember seeing this early on. I mean, I think when it came out, it was like, oh, wow, big sci-fi movie. Right. Um, it's visually, I think, really appealing it's very it's a very good visual movie yeah i still really liked it i thought it was good um i don't know if i think it's like great or yeah. anything no that's but. and that's what i'm saying too i'm i i don't think i've used the word great because i don't think it's great but 
it's 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 satisfying i think is maybe the best word for it yeah i i think it's a like you said i think it's a good story and it it's told well and there's a good twist to it and and things like that but yeah it's nothing like that you have to like watch over and over again like it's on the level of sci-fi and like space travel and things like that and futuristic it doesn't rank up there with some of the other big ones but i mean it was fine i think i think it's one of those that the the twists for me uh the first time were like you somewhat knew something was gonna like that was gonna happen but i didn't quite call it and then it's been long enough to where i kind of forgot some of the enough of the things to make it interesting again so it's like uh once every 10 years it's probably okay i felt like <laughs> i thought i knew a couple things that were going to happen and i was wrong yeah and mm-hmm. and i've seen the movie so to your point it just it en- enough time had passed that it was still the right kind of suspenseful yeah and exactly. mysterious and kept you i will say like for both movies but i i mean i watched oblivion first and it was kind of kept me it, it definitely was interested the entire time i mean even i feel like there was like opportunities for it to lag a little bit and it just didn't i the story was good enough that i i, I stayed very much engrossed in i think we've talked about this before like i i wasn't really looking to grab my phone and start yeah you know looking at something else and keeping myself occupied yeah and i think i think the the other act the actress that he plays alongside with um andrea riseborough the the vicca character like i feel like you 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 got a sense that something was off about them, but yeah. right right from the beginning. And I don't know if that's well, her, good, good acting or just that she sucks so much. I don't know. <laughs> it's just like you just kind of you you sense that that they were that they were off. Um, yeah. And I think that's you know it's it's done well. Like yeah, they they're much more co pilots and an effective team than they are a married couple. Right. Um, so yeah, I think I think where have done. you seen her since then? I was I can't remember. Martin didn't watch, did he? That's what I was going to ask yeah. him. So I started. How do you guys know what I've seen? <laughs> Uh, because I told you to watch it and you didn't watch, you refused. Okay, um, and you did watch it, right? That's, I started, I never finished, so oh I didn't watch. Gosh. What uh, is it? Zero zero zero. Oh yeah, and no, I haven't seen it. Yet. And she is, I mean, she's borderline unrecognizable from this. She's very much got a different, different very different look. look. So yeah, I, I recognized it. And I was like, how do I? And I was like, oh my gosh, that's right, that's her. When I watched that movie, when I watched that show, I looked her up because she looked vaguely familiar, and I was kind of did the the, uh, the inverse but and she was good in that but just again totally different not red hair blonde like shaved on one i mean just a totally different uh badass vibe or something yeah kind of the other one okay. um like still very strongly recommend zero 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 on prime it's really really good got it noted uh, going on it <laughs> feels like a couple of years now trying to get hard to watch it but <laughs> i didn't know you didn't finish i thought you did watch it Joel. no i started and just Got sidetracked. Got it. Zero dark thirty. I'll be <laughs> <laughs> no, less than zero. <laughs> like I said, I went back and enjoyed watching it. I have a new Tom Cruise trope. It's my. It's motorcycles. Oh, I was gonna say it's got to be motorcycles. Yeah, it's got to be motorcycles yeah, for like, sure. He, he's like, I, I, I think I said it last week. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Okay. That like some, somewhere along the line, he learned to ride a motorcycle, probably from Top Gun. Because I think he he was riding one in there, and then he just was like, "I'm I'm doing this in every movie." Yeah. Well, he's like, uh, "All right, so I like the script, but where's the motorcycle?" <laughs> you put that in, and I'm in. Yeah, he pulls it out of the. He's got futuristic motorcycles, right? <laughs> and then he gets upset that they stole his motorcycle, and yeah. then they realize they didn't really steal his motorcycle; <laughs> it's still there, and they give it back to him. He's like, "Oh, all right, we're cool now. I'll save you." Uh, but it was funny because. 
I don't know if Jen had ever seen it. So she was asking questions about it. And I was like, well, do you want me to tell you or do you want to find out? And so. Oh, I will outright just go silent before I tell Mary anything she's asking me questions yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> but. It goes over really well. <laughs> it was funny with the reveal, like, as um, Jack gets taken by the, the scavengers and, like, Morgan Freeman's there. And you're like, oh, okay. Well, then we we started rewatching Game of Thrones. So then you see you got your, the Kingslayer. Yeah. Nikolai Coster-Waldo. Yeah. I think you had the first two right. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just funny to see like him being in there. And Jen's like, oh, you don't sound like that at all. Like You're supposed to have a British accent and all this stuff. So, um, And then uh, Olga Kirilenko. Yep. Coming back. And Big fan. Always, always <laughs> been a fan. I have questions. She's part of my take technicalities later on. But okay. Yeah, I think it was it was kind of cool, like the whole way that you know they were part of the whole team, and then you know she gets sent down, and obviously has to like bring him back and make sure that he remembers who he was and all that stuff. So yeah, I thought it was a great twist, you know, just on the whole alien invasion. But I've also noticed that that's another Tom Cruise like speciality is alien invasions, like War of the Worlds, War of the Worlds for sure, War of the Worlds. Or what, Edge of Tomorrow. What do I say science for? Come on. Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Get it together. Uh, Oblivion. And, and so I'm curious, like, and I didn't do enough research on this, but do you think that's part of, like, the Scientology? Like, the whole alien invasion thing? Maybe. Because I know L. Ron Hubbard wrote Battlefield Earth, and yeah. that was one of his stories. And, yeah. Like, that's all about you know, aliens coming down and taking over Earth or enslaving the population. So Yeah, they're, like, all in us or something like that. This, this is the thing. They were, like, in, thrown in volcanoes. There's some weird shit in that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't say this out loud. Sorry if you're Maybe, listening. Maybe that's why I stayed away. <laughs> <laughs> so next me. week, Brady will be hosting the this podcast. This is me, Jeremy, who has not read or dive, dove into this at all or I said anything all. I just negative. Heard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, here. But yes, it, it, it could possibly be that. That's That might, might be why he's into it. Or... It, it's just that they're entertaining scripts, and yeah. he, he chooses well. I don't know. Yeah, could War of the Worlds, could be obviously, choosing. it was a big one that yeah. was going to be was big re- no matter remake. who did it. But I, I like some of the uniqueness of this. I think the story was, again, I missed that it was uh, a, a book or novel or whatever. I didn't see that. But it was. I just thought it was just different, different in the right ways. Mm-hmm. You know, It felt unique. Where I do think you, John, I think you're right that you do see a lot of crossover. I mean, there, it's almost like there's only so much you can do. Right. But it felt like this movie really went its own path. Yeah. I think it borrowed from enough different sources to make it a unique story. Yeah. I think it's probably what it is. Because, like, they had the cloning aspect, which is a, I don't know, a big part it's of it. It's been done. It's been done, right? But, but done, done well in, in this case. Like, you weren't, you weren't exactly sure. Like, I don't think anyone would have said, oh, yeah, they're definitely all a bunch of different clones. I think but every, there were hints. I think uh, everything. Like so I think maybe this is just how I, the path I took. I think you're led to believe when he goes out there, obviously, he's like, oh, my gosh, I exist out here. But as someone else, I didn't ex- the, the expectation is not that it, at least in my eyes, was that it, not that it was going to be him again. Yeah. It was just that there was someone doing his job out there. Yeah. And so, yeah, in a different I found sector. it. Right. right. And so I found it perfectly unique. And that, that was one of the things I liked that it was like, oh, okay. So it is that. But on top of that, there's, it's the, now we're into the cloning and they literally are living the exact same lives, same stories, you know? Yeah. So, and the, and the reveal of all the, of how it happened with the whole black box playing back as he's riding up into the ship, you know, that, that's a nice way to do it. They have like a move the plot forward, but also have a little flashback moment yeah. that explains the great how they got. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How the, how they got there. So yeah, it, it, it uh, 
to me, it almost is like, yeah, as we're explaining it and talking about it, like I remember it fondly and I remember it was good, but there's still something about it that doesn't make it great in your, yeah. in your to use your word. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Cause I don't know what it is I, either. Because I did enjoy it. I I think I'll enjoy it in uh, 2030 as in well. <laughs> <laughs> when you watch it again. Now, one other thing I wanted to mention is as I'm watching all these Tom Cruise movies, people have always, like, my, our, my whole life uh, said that my brother looks like looks like tom cruise i don't know if you guys see it at all but i feel like as now matt's 40 and we're watching movies where tom cruise plays about 40 as i see it more and more and i was watching uh just edge of tomorrow the next movie with uh with my kids and i'm like does he kind of look like uncle maddie and they're like yeah he kind of does <laughs> i so you guys n- none of that you never see never it? dawned on me never before if he, he would stop avoiding us then i would uh <laughs> I he'd would, come over every once in a while if i you know just, <laughs> i'd really like him back on the pod he just uh he's really strong arming us but if he would uh if i could get him back in my orbit then i would uh, i'll try to do a, a side by side i'll just stare at him for a little while and see what i think <laughs> See if you see Jack Harper. Right. <laughs> One, did you guys notice in the opening credits the Tet floating around the Universal logo? I don't think I did. I, I didn't. Look I, closer. I read after the fact that like the world was altered. On, on I, the I love that kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah. I like when they do stuff in the opening. Super small credits. Yeah. yeah super small yeah. little details. It's like Easter you, eggs. Just watch. It's yeah. right yeah, there for you. To, it's it's like floating over the earth and it rotates around as it. But it I, I over. and I didn't catch the Tet part. I just read that like. The world itself was altered in that opening because, oh. like, that part was skewed because it things it was different. Yeah. So, kudos uh, to Universal in there. Yeah, it's like what they did with uh, in, in Candyman too, right? Like, didn't they? Uh, yeah, it was, like a, it was, it was a like mirror, you're looking out the yeah, mirror of the mirror. world. You know, stuff and like then that's cool. Fast Nine did it too, where they went like they three aged all, it. three all time greats. <laughs> <laughs> Some better than others. <laughs> all right, so my two Tate Tate. Ta- Tate technicalities. I almost couldn't. It's get your it name. Up. I know. Yeah, you really got to get that right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So when the ship's going up, when uh, when they're first going to encounter the Tet, mm-hmm. and they're getting pulled in by like whatever tractor beam or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, we're reversing the burn, and they can't pull away because it's starting to break apart." Then they decide to jettison the capsules. So they yeah. jettison like Olga and her team. How does that get jettisoned away? Well, then they left it. Just out there, you're saying Haka wasn't tractor beamed. Yeah, yeah. No, they separated from it. I right, think they, they separated from it, but they were already pulling the whole entire ship. Uh, and then Tom Cruise said, "Hey, I'm going to hit this button and eject." Oh, I didn't. I didn't know the if they were pulling capsule. the whole ship. My my question was, I thought what I thought you were going to say is, w- w- was that black box recorder? It wouldn't it be with the pilot? Like, wouldn't it be up in there in their part of the ship instead of in the back? But I guess. I guess it was in the back, and that's, that's well, part of it. Do we know for sure where it was? Because when they grabbed it, it was just in the wreckage. Yeah, it was in the wreckage of the, but it was the part that they left the behind. capsule that they pushed behind. I just, I just wonder where general if, if that would stay with the. I would think it would stay with the with the pilot, right? But whatever. Yeah, uh, that's what I thought you were going to say. No, with the, or the technicality. The, but yeah, it's, a, it's something. Yeah, <laughs> the second one though is when at the very end when she's raising her daughter in the. The lakeside estate. Yeah, obviously. Did she give birth by herself? Obviously. Yeah. It's, hap- it's been done. And that you, you, you make do with what you got to do. Yeah. I, just, I mean, I feel like that one's a little what, bit How do you think sh- cavemen did it? <laughs> well, there were multiple cavemen. She was the only oh. one out there. Oh, I, I hear you. Like, actually, yeah. Actually so, by herself. Actually by like herself. That, because she seems very surprised when the Kingslayer shows up with his crew. Yeah. And then the new Jack Harper, you know, Jack Harper 52. 52. 
comes in and you're just like, well, were you like, did they come and help you? And then you're just happy to see them again? Or are you actually surprised that they're here? I think it's been done. My, I had a, uh, my own t- technicality, perhaps. Um, you guys could shit all over it. That's fine. Um, <laughs> when he, so let's say Tech 49 yeah. is the one we, kn- we know yeah. the whole Our, movie. Jack Harper Prime. Main protagonist. <laughs> Harper Prime <laughs> is on his way and the Tet is talking to him. It's identifying him as Tech 49 despite him being in Tech 52's ship. So it, I, I might. Oh, was he? Yeah. Oh. His ship was destroyed. So he was in Tech 52's ship. I would think. The idea would be that he is supposed to be portraying Tech 52, but the Tet either recognized him despite the ship, which in and of itself feels like that should have been a red flag. Well, I think they didn't because they, they wanted the passenger, right? They knew that it was his wife, and that was the whole thing. He said, Also should have been 49. I, yeah. But I just feel like, yeah, he, he should never have encountered Tech 52, but yet was flying Tech 52. This is another problem with Tom Cruise films. Like, he always gets away with these glitches that should have been caught. Same with Minority Report, like getting back into the building when he should have been blocked off. We talked about uh, the IMF when they got um, blacklisted or disavowed, how he was still able to access all of their security know you, issues. I didn't know you hated him so much. Ah, I don't. I mean, the guy... <laughs> he just he, gets away with it all. He gets away because he's over Fucking cruise. <laughs> Here we go again. Because he can run and he can jump on a motorcycle and they fast. just let him do he anything. He really can run fast, though. Well, he can look like he runs <laughs> fast. Or he looks like sure. he runs fast, for sure. He does look like he's pumping those arms. Um, but yeah, we could have done Minority Report, for sure. I as thought a, about as a it, sci-fi. too. I, was... I mean, that's, but that's almost... Probably superior to, in in some ways, these well, two. Got I the, feel like we could talk about it more. And you got the, the source material, right? Yeah. yeah, Philip K. Dick source material. So yeah, we can we can dive into what that later me? on. What? Would you call me? <laughs> <laughs> Called you Phil Dick. Is the implication <laughs> that the so like parts of the Earth, parts of the United States were as high as the top of the Empire yep. State Building. Yeah. And I, then I, yeah. others were like at the roof of the library. And yeah, it just, mm-hmm. but like really close to each other. And I, that part seemed, I was like, are we led to, so then there was like a bunch of ships. Are we led to, I was like, is that supposed to be the ocean floor? Or those got washed up onto the. I have to figure like tidal waves, right? Let's be Massive honest, tidal the, clone, waves. the clone wouldn't have memories of his previous life. Why he's, not? He's not number one. No, because he's it just you, you can't clone memories. He's cloning it's not how the, it works. Clo- the clone Harper one theoretically yeah. J- the original the Jack original Harper. Jack should be the only one who has dead. a chance at yeah. a memory. Obviously, you right. not watch Frozen two because water, has, <laughs> water memory, has memory, and we are made up of mostly water. <laughs> therefore, we should have memory. But the clone, the clone is cells. The re- replication kind of, of homeopathic bullshit. Are you saying the water has memory? <laughs> <laughs> I no, I know what you're saying, but I, I'm just saying it's not scientifically. Even in science fiction, clones shouldn't have. I, I get it. That's he, he gets away with this shit all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't gonna bring it up, but since you're, since we're calling calling stuff Every out, like time. that's just not. He wasn't gonna remember all, all that stuff. But that's that's the biggest premise. So or the whole thing with the movie that they knew he Jack Harper was in there. Somewhere. Yeah, right. Well, that that was actually my my question when they said when they were when they said a, and a bunch of you came out and start like how did they get those clones to fight? Because yeah, if they are Jack uh, like normal good Jack Harper person, like why would he come out and start killing 
killing scavengers. all the, well they weren't scavengers at scavs. the time they were just scavs yeah <laughs> they were just the time it would just have been humans, humans right like he was coming out of the ships and and just killing because that's for the, what reason like what directive design, it would be to kill humans yeah yeah so what was the directive for those guys well, or, or did they make story, those more just yeah. like like mindless clones their whole you know? story is obviously it was built you know what they told it what they portrayed was the whole they're on they're trying to get to tet and they're gonna to get to go to titan down the road so i mean yeah. they're they're fed this arc of, they might have been told a different story right. those ones might have been told theoretically a different story. i think right. it's definitely uh, it's all I think falling beat, apart i think we beat it into the ground <laughs> it's all falling yeah. apart uh, i will say but we did enjoy it right guys <laughs> <laughs> this is the martin uh yeah uh, mary's mary was not watching but then started to you know started to get in i think it, an hour in she's like I have so many questions. <laughs> to which, of you, you course, can't really I was not like, pay attention to nope, this one. Yeah, won't do it. Um, but she was like, "Ooh, that's a great way to propose." Uh, uh, the, uh, his, him, oh. and Olga's uh, proposal on top of the Empire State Building. Yeah, just putting oh, the ring up. Yeah, in front. which apparently I did read coincidentally later on that uh, they saw someone do it uh, while they were like out scouting locations, and so they were like, "We're going to use that." So, well done. I some close some casting though with our uh, you know I'm a, you know I like Olga, yes you know I we do. saw her in Quantum of Solace and um, Hitman you no well yeah she is in Hitman I was like I don't no. remember her in Black Widow but she's, she's Taskmaster she's yeah she's, oh, she's at the she very is. end oh that's right so it was almost Jessica Chastain again I was gonna <laughs> say Chastain I was like it's got to be Chastain um, but she had scheduling conflicts too many and, redheads and <laughs> and then uh, the others that were uh, you know, you never know how close, but uh, Britt Marling, who you may or may not know, she's in After Earth, I think, was one of the ones. You, I think you'll recognize her. You may yeah. not necessarily know her. Um, Olivia Wilde. I don't... Is it Numi Rapace? Numi Rapace? Yeah. Oh, for, the, from from uh, Girl with Girl the Dragon, Dragon yeah. Tattoo, yeah. yeah. Kate Mara. Not enough redheads. Um, <laughs> and then Mary Elizabeth Winstead. And Olga. Who should be coming up soon. Tell me why. Mary Elizabeth Winston. Yeah, I don't remember why. Die Hard Four. Oh, okay, that's right. No one calls it that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and a good then, day to Die Hard. No, Live Free and Die Hard or and, Die Hard. And then uh, Vicka was yeah. almost uh, Jessica Chastain. Jessica Chastain. No, Diane Kruger. Okay. Haley Atwell and Kate Beckinsale. God, she's amazing. I, that would have made me enjoy the movie even more. Hundred <laughs> percent. I don't know if they could have done it. I, honestly, I think Vic. I think the girl was good. Yeah, she yeah, was. She was she good well. again because she, I, it might have been un, more unbelievable that yeah. he wasn't happy married to Kate Beckinsale. Right. Whereas this one, she played it right. She. she like, and I also did read something where she she said this is like the worst experience she's ever had filming a movie. Like there was a lot of. I don't think she was accusing anybody of like. It was a toxic workplace, I guess, in regards to working with Tom Cruise and the the men on the. Yeah, there was like there was a whole thing about it. I kind of stumbled into. It. I was like, "Oh, what's this? What's this?" It wasn't good, mm-hmm. apparently. No bueno. But um, before we move on here, there was uh, something pointed out. I thought it was kind of interesting, and I th- I had actually the thought in the moment that there was some Mission Impossible three correlations in this movie. Did you guys recall? I, after going through all of them, I could ima- I could see why you might have uh, you might have missed them. But there's two scenes that are very similar. The one first is in the in the library. When he's retreating and he throws the gun over, over the bridge, over the bridge. Do you remember when he did that in Mission Impossible? He did that exact same thing. That's when I was like, "Oh, he just did this like for me like a week ago." <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not not recalling it. Okay, well, yeah, he throws his rifle across, then he jumps, and then he mm-hmm. obviously 
hangs on and almost doesn't make it. And then he had to inject uh, Anna with adrenaline, and he grabs her like, this is going to hurt. And he does the same thing. He grabs Julia and said, this is going to hurt, gonna hurt. And then injects her. Anyway, that was Surrey exciting for everybody. Cruz, Tom Cruise's real daughter, is listed as uncredited, as uncredited as Jack's daughter. She's the one at the end with Olga, huh? But there's two other actresses that says Julia's child, Abigail Lowe and Isabel Lowe. So I don't know. I don't know how that how that works. I don't either. But <laughs> Surrey Cruz is in this. So there you go. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, p- perhaps. So you brought up callbacks to Mission Impossible series. In our next film, Edge of Tomorrow, there was a callback as well to Mission Impossible 2. Tell us how. Brendan Gleeson. Oh, yes. Oh, that's, <laughs> I feel like it's not really a call. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I always like Brendan, Brendan Gleeson, oh, even yeah. though he was such a curmudgeon kind of dick in, in this in. one. But um, Come on. w- w- Braveheart. There you go. But, but yeah, I mean, the, but that was, I didn't even realize that was him until yeah. I think it was like in Bruges. But you liked where I'm him. I'm like, yes, I liked you, him. Yeah. You didn't know he, he was going to no. go on to And we career. talked about this when we did Braveheart. But, but yeah, in, in, in Bruges is where I really was like, I like that guy. I like, think, yeah. well, he... Might have been nominated and or I think won so. that yeah, year. Like that was, movie was big, big that year for for the critics. That was a big Kevin Kemp push. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I want to say he brought it. Yeah, the, he got to the, the triumphant the, return of mentioning Kevin Kemp. I like yeah, it. Well, <laughs> he got to the Academy that year. He was like, "Hey, you need to see this movie." <laughs> but yeah, I thought he was good in this. I I I, I love this movie. Yeah, I just love it. I don't know. It's we so could, entertaining. We could talk, it's so entertaining. We could talk about flaws. We could talk about whatever. But I just don't care about any of it. I just have a good time. And I've seen it. I think three so or four times now. It's Sci-Fi Groundhog Day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. See, I, that's great. That's so. Oh, you're gonna it. rip that theory apart? Not gonna rip it apart. <laughs> but I'm just gonna go. It's it's a video game movie. Well, that's, yeah. that's it's like the epitome of a video game movie. Better than other. I will go out and say it's the best video game movie ever done. Like. You're saying better than like Free Guy or better than Free well, Guy, better than right Super Mario Brothers, better oh, than yeah, Assassin's not... Creed. Like they're all. I seen all that. you've really done right now is name a bunch of movies that are shitty. So it doesn't hard. Wait, is it going to be hard to win that? Is Assassin's Creed okay? I don't even. It's not great. Okay. What about what's Prince the one of Persia? What's the one with um <laughs> with Kate Beckinsale? Res, uh, Resident Evil? Is she in? No, that's no. Uh, that's Mila. Oh, that's Mila Jovovich. Yeah. Um. So isn't Kate Beckinsale in something? Not she's in game. the. That's not, uh, she's in like the vampire werewolf. Yeah. Vibe. Oh, that's not that's vampire. Not I mean, that's game. not a video game. Um, well, the we mentioned earlier, this is based off of uh, a graphic novel. Yes. Um, and Hiroshi Sakurazaka, Sakurazaka. Sure. <laughs> I feel like one of those is right. He got the idea from video gaming and the idea of resetting a game over and over until you can find the winning strategy. Yeah. Rick and Morty did it too, guys. Stole from <laughs> yeah, yeah, they definitely stole. From, I think it was called like Edge of Rick Morrow or something like that. Because yeah, but I mean, it's exactly what you would do, right? If you were playing a video game, it's the same way we learn to play video games. It's like you go and you play, and then when you die, you're like, all right, well, I won't do that again, and start over at the beginning. And it was it was great, and I like the way that they portrayed that because you didn't have to see him do exactly everything over That's and over right. again. Honestly, probably I would say one of the strongest traits this movie has mm-hmm. is that it is repeating itself over and over again. And almost never do you feel like, okay, Dull. okay, I got this already. Yeah. Like it, it, they, they start you off right away. So they know, so you get the refresher. Okay. Okay. Maggot, you know, you know, you're back at the beginning and then they're immediately on to like jumping to yep. different points. And it's so well done in that regard. And, and the training like, sequence yep. and, and use of humor with it enough when she, when she just, 
just keeps he's, killing he's him. Killing him yeah. And he's just like, no, no, I think I'm okay. Okay, fine. Just do it. <laughs> like, just those few little laughs yes. go such a long way. It, we it, talk about it all the time in these action movies. You need to have just the yep. right amount of comic relief and not not a lot but it has to be laugh out loud funny and that's three super or four subtle times. That, yeah. it's not even like that's not even a joke it's just the act that of like mm-hmm. the idea that obviously he needs to die what if we just have her start killing him is brilliant right and then they bring it back a few times where he's like just wait hold on one second <laughs> <put your gun." laughs> boom reset what maggot yeah uh, <laughs> and then they give you those hints of like how many times they've done it because they're like oh we got to this part or we've done this he's like we've done that 300 times it's not gonna work like yeah. let's figure something else out and by and and when they are in that scene be- right before the helicopter when you start to she starts to piece it together and we're kind of piecing it together too that that they've been there a bunch of times before and he's really trying to just prolong it out because he just wants to spend some time with her because he clearly loves her (laughs) oh well and that's a funny joke pretty out pretty early on when he's feeling when they're learning now learning through the process and he was like have you tried any other ways of like yeah giving she's like you mean like sex he's like yeah it's like yeah we tried that didn't work like well how many times (laughs) Great. It's yeah. Very so. So, obviously, we've said it before. I'll say it again every time at all times. Yes to Emily Blunt. Yeah. In in anything. Yeah, have you seen Devil Wears Prada? Yes. Yeah. I see I didn't uh that was the first thing I think I saw. Whatever, and, I think that's what everybody Yeah, pretty much everyone and I I just I don't think I was a I was a fan. It was it was later on. It was probably this movie and um and then what did we a do? Quiet, a quiet place. place. Yeah. Yeah. So I think she just needed a tan or something. <laughs> well, she sucked in that movie. But yeah, by, maybe that's why. Maybe design. the character wasn't. wasn't yeah, great. I mean, she was supposed to be yeah. a bitch. Yeah, um, but she seems very, very cool in, in this. So I, we mentioned the novel, um, and the name is "All You Need Is Kill," which is, in my opinion, just a great name. That's a great, it's I, I was it's just like, like our kill fest. God, that's a really good name. <laughs> but the other note that I noticed, uh, Doug Lyman. Is, yes. uh, is, is yeah. the director. I figured Jelani will bring this up at some point. So just I'll jump into that by saying the he, he made a comment that the reason he wanted uh, he wanted to do this movie was because it showed Tom Cruise um, in a role he he hadn't done yet, and that was being bad at something. Which <laughs> right out of the gate, he is obviously completely out of his element and not a good not prepared for what he's about to do. And I was like, that's a, that's kind of an interesting approach. Like it is a I don't know what the right word is, but yeah, he's a he's always the guy. Yeah, so right. for him to be kind of a bumbling, right to start out as not the guy, sure. and kind of, and really kind of a, a deserter. Yeah, he did yeah. try to run. Really, he did not want to go <laughs> literally to war. at one point. Yeah. <laughs> Missed <laughs> um, that truck just by guys, that much. <laughs> how do you guys know uh, Doug Lyman? What do you, what do you think of first? You think of Born? Born is that what? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think of Swingers. I know that was oh. his first direct. Well, maybe not his directorial debut, but yeah, it's the first. Don't, if you just that. say it and act like you mean it, <laughs> we're good. But yeah, I know he. I know he did the Bourne movies too. So uh, he's also the executive producer of Suits, a little show. Some of you guys might have seen. Someday I will watch that show because I'll, I will run out probably. Of it. When when t- when I start to when I turn into a really old man that thinks everything that's new is shit, I will go back to oh, Suits you're and I'll really probably, not going to want to watch it. <laughs> I'll probably go back and love it and be like, why didn't I watch this before? <laughs> and then I'll watch zero zero zero. My uh, life will be complete. One of those is good. <laughs> no, but I yeah, like you said, I I really enjoy this film and I just like the way like the way it shot how like energetic it is and you know again the groundhog day aspect of it where you get to replay and he kind of just starts picking off things he's like hey let me get to this point and get to this point and then when he finally realizes what he has to do 
he's like, all right, let me get through this as fast as I can. And I know what's going to happen. I know how this is going to play out, but this is not my end goal. I need to keep moving forward. And like you said, when you don't feel like you're watching the same movie over and over again, it makes it much more enjoyable. And yeah, I just think the the whole mech suit is fun, like mm-hmm. running yeah. around in that. And then when he gets really proficient at it, and he's like yeah. running through and killing running all running circles things. around J Squad, <laughs> yeah, um, in on the actual just beach, <laughs> killing behind <laughs> the. Uh, it felt like this was. I, I said it with the with Oblivion. This one for sure. I've seen it, so it wasn't this the same situation. It's been a while, but I st- I remembered some things and, mm-hmm. and didn't remember some things. I was kind of for a while like edge of the seat. Like I I just found it so entertaining and like exciting. I was mm-hmm. just I was I was I I really realized all of a sudden I'm like I'm literally sitting on the edge of the it, couch. It is like, it grips you, yeah, yeah. It, it, mm-hmm. And I just felt like that's a, obviously a very good sign, uh, especially after you know what se- seven years, eight years, uh, that it still has that. It's good. What is the name of this movie? Why does it show up as "Live Die Repeat" sometimes? So, because that was like the subtitle, they, or the so they the made tagline, right? And then on the posters and stuff, they started making it. That was so big, yeah, that people just thought that was the name of the movie. Yes, and then literally they said Redbox had it alphabetically under L. Same. That's where when I because I own it as well, so I have it in my whatever Google TV stuff, and it shows up under L. That's yeah. why I ask. But it's very clearly Edge of Tomorrow in most things you look up. And it is the so name. It was Edge of Tomorrow, and then they that to Jelani's point, that was the tagline. And then when they when they put it out there, kind of on the like the marketing push they did, that was the biggest thing. You like that was yeah. essentially how they were selling it. So you have a three. It seems word, like a miss. It seems like someone <laughs> someone fucked up somewhere. You have a three word title and a three word tagline, <laughs> and the tagline kind of took over because you made that huge. Which one's the better title of a movie? It's a fair question, Jelani. It is a fair question. I, I think live die repeat. It might actually be the better <laughs> title, right? I think so, and I would argue that they probably, without admitting it outright, probably realized that in the moment, yeah. and were like, and probably that's why they probably didn't squish it. I mean, Edge of Tomorrow isn't bad. You want to say that again? Squash it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little more authoritative with the squash. Just about the squish. No, you're 100. percent Yeah, you're, you're very much on it. So, so you you uh, that's how you found it. Was yeah, and I I knew that already for okay. some reason because I think I'd looked for it before, but I, it's just one of those things that I keep every time I see it. I'm like, how is it listed? Where is it? And I just had that question, so I'm glad you I'm glad you had kind of an answer. For you're me. Uh, you're I not going to believe this, but uh, this uh, screenplay was on the 2010 blacklist. Oh man. <laughs> I mean, I could see it maybe being people thinking it's hard to make or something, but well, not really. Well, I mean, after Starship Troopers, I, I have to have some kind of bug. That's funny you said type that. Alien, because that was the filmmakers described it as a cross between Groundhog Day and, and uh, Starship Troopers. I, I love Starship Troopers. We got to do that one too. We we could have paired those two together, um, this one and and um, and Starship well, Troopers. Well, you made but, us do cru- all <laughs> we're all crews. All crews. We'll get there eventually. It's all connected. Did you guys catch? Did you guys watch? Watch the credits. I mean, you're definitely excused for not. I I I don't think I did. My credits came to me quicker than I anticipated. So initially, so (laughs) as I told you, my movie just ended. Oh right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I had to work around that. But in doing so, I happened to catch a name that I didn't expect, and that was Guillermo Guillermo del Toro's name is in the credits, and he worked on the design. He worked on the initial design of the mimics. I could see that. Yeah. Even doing the sketches for how they should look and advising on how they should sound. And then the design changed over and over again, and then the what they ended up with was virtually nothing mm. to nothing to do. But he did 
contribute essentially so yeah when i said i could see that i, I didn't mean that they looked like <laughs> something he would design because i wouldn't really know what Seems that looks like, like but he i would see the something he'd be into like yeah designing a cre- crazy creature <laughs> yeah. yeah i'll do that one that controls time <laughs> all right <laughs> i do love like the names of the the alpha and the omega are, are great but i just love how like some some crackpot scientist you know came up with all the theories and the, and the device and it's all these yeah it's like all these MacGuffins or whatever but again you just suspend all of that you don't worry about that you just know just enjoy that you just ride, enjoy man. it yeah it's very very enjoyable yeah uh i i just yeah i i was very very pleased i mean i just was almost surprised at how much i liked it still i kind of mostly expect that when i rewatch some of these movies it's gonna be like all right i liked it in 2014 but you know i got older Things changed and now. Yeah. It's just no, not the case. This is a strong recommend. Yeah, I, I like this podcast because it makes me rewatch things. <laughs> I'm not a big. I, I like to. I like to keep moving forward. But um, it's been an enjoyable ride. To, I hope uh, this podcast makes other people rewatch things too. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would. I would hope so. So we we got a couple of former actors on on the pod. Bill Paxton. Yeah, in one of his final roles. They're pretty good. Uh, he was a he good. Was uh, he was perfect in this. Yeah, and then Noah Taylor. Because he's your crackpot scientist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What else? You probably recognize in? him, but maybe you can't. Yeah, I can't place him right now. So he was in um, Almost Famous, for sure. And yes. is he the roadie manager guy? Yeah. Yes. Yes. And then he's done a, just a couple of other like handful of TV shows and things like that. But he's another you know that guy. Actor, Definitely right? that guy that just hides in the back. I feel like Martin. I'm kind of surprised you didn't pull the Almost Famous. I know. I'm. I'm very yeah, disappointed in myself. You, you did it, though, so good for you. Good on you, man. Uh, I didn't pull it. He said it, and then I remembered what he was. Oh, okay. No, I didn't. I didn't. That wasn't me. Uh, but I. But in hindsight, I feel like that's what you probably... It's one of my all-time favorites, yeah. I'm saying that him, that's going to probably be his... Without looking, I bet that's his like, number one. You are right. Yeah. I had a question, and I asked Jen this, but... Okay, so every time... They said that every time the alpha dies yeah the omega resets yeah and this and, is what i'm saying we're, and it gets suspense. we're getting into we're getting it you can ask it but well okay so every time an alpha dies omega resets the day so it knows like okay we're not going to send the alpha there and whatever but every time tom cruise dies isn't he basically an alpha so wouldn't he get become like even more powerful every single time. Yes, if we're going by rules in this movie, but we're just having fun. <laughs> okay, because I <laughs> asked, something like that. Yes, I asked Jen that. I'm like, by like the 600th time he died, he would be like a superhero. Yeah, and they would find him instantaneously. It wouldn't take however many visions cycles, and all yeah, that and stuff. Visions and okay. everything, but that's it's just all plot devices that make the movie fun. <laughs> Thanks uh, for sucking the fun out of it. <laughs> oh, I was just I'm curious. I'm like, it's his weekly goal. <laughs> I want to. I wanted. You know, I wanted. So I wanted to make scientific sense to what it. Or it just doesn't. to be like, all right, he's now powerful enough to like fend off every mimic that comes at him, like There's, without a problem. It yeah. feels like in pointing it out, you're simultaneously. <laughs> okay with suspending a shit ton of disbelief but be like but this thing just kind of got me hung up and i'm just gonna die i'm gonna die on the hill <laughs> i mean I'll, I'll get wounded somebody will put me out of my misery and then i'll start the day over again <laughs> nice um i was curious i looked up noah taylor's uh top four we're definitely not guessing almost famous obviously is the first one listed fourth vanilla sky yeah oh yeah there you go good good Who's cruise back? movie He's, and he's still out there doing things. Find a bad one. He's still out there doing things. Um, there looks like there's a a sequel coming. Guess what the name is? Oh, you probably already saw it. I I did. You, Live, die, repeat again. 
That's that's actually better than what it is. It's live, die, repeat, and repeat. Yeah, <laughs> live, die, repeat again is better. I think. Um, but I heard the so I heard somewhere that Emily Blunt was talking about like the script and all that, and they're like, "This is going to be impossible to make just because how big they want to make it and things like that." But I don't know. We'll see. I would love for it to come out. The have, sequel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ho- and hopefully, it's a again just a good a good script and um, yeah, it's, it's not tough just because a, it could a, just be one of those that they pulled together and yeah uh, and it could that, just be a cash grab sequel this but was, i haven't seen the quiet place 2 yet um nor i surprised you I didn't did. get there yeah i kind of i, I, I kind of need to um but yeah emily blunt likes uh alien invasion movies too not just tom cruise this i feel like was probably more of an action play yeah but you know especially for her coming off of but obviously it was very different than stuff she'd done so yeah now she's and this was i think early enough where she wasn't like a superstar you know that's not the case anymore. So, as always, thank. As always, thank you for listening. Please, as always, thank you for listening. Please subscribe wherever you listen and give. As always, thank you for listening. Please subscribe wherever you listen and give us a follow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Live, die, repeat.